Oh, the new intro, the new intro, the I new love intro. It. Come on with it, come oh, on. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the On The Hunt podcast. Here we are in the studio shop, whatever you want to call it. I'm here, Luke, as myself. I got Dustin sitting beside me. We got a new guy. New fella. New fella, Turner, sitting diagonal from us. And then we got the the lost kid who was scared to <laughs> drive in the ice last week. Uh, Trey. Trey. The Prius. Trey. John. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell us, pray about that. Hey, will you pray about that Prius getting yeah. here next time and yeah. open us up here? Yeah, I'll, I'll open this up in prayer, and then I'll defend myself. <laughs> All right. All right. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for allowing us to come together and being able to uh, cut up and, and learn about you and, and, and fellowship. Uh, I pray that uh, you you fill us up and, and, and empty us out, and I pray that uh, we are a light in this dark world uh, and that we are able to share the gospel and that um, maybe through this that someone will, will come to know you better. I pray that you give us wi- uh, wise words of wisdom as we talk about this. And uh, we pray these things in your name. Amen. 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 So to defend myself before uh, before we get going here, last week we had the ice storm, Snowmageddon, and uh, I did not have my truck. So I live on the other end of the county and... Uh, didn't didn't make it over here because I didn't I didn't want to drive somebody else's car in the in the ice and snow with the chance of maybe not me running off the road but somebody running into me. So uh, yeah, that that's that's what happened there. Not Trey was scared and well, if you had a good friend, they would have said, "Hey, I'll come get you." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, nobody, nobody showed up. Nobody <laughs> nobody offered anything. Uh, offering saying something's one thing. Actions mean a lot. Though. Oh my. Here we go. Oh, my. <laughs> Captain uh, Cagle in the house. Yeah, man. Welcome to the the podcast with us, Turner. I'm glad you're here, brother. Thanks for having me. Hey, Mr. Turner. Why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, brother? I'm 32. I grew up in southwest Tennessee uh, near the Tennessee River. Grew up hunting and fishing. Wait, wait, wait. 32? You don't look a day over 27. He's got more gray yeah, in his hair than all of us put together. Salt and pepper all right, all right, all right. I was trying to give him benefit of the doubt. Some of it's falling out, too. So. <laughs> uh, grew up hunting and fishing whole life. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's good. I mean, <laughs> us too, Turner. Yeah. Us too. Got lost. Did you, uh, where'd you grow up at? Over in southwest Tennessee, was it around this area or was it a little farther off? I mean, for y'all, it's probably like another world, but boy, mm. is it! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Small Sel- town, Selmer, USA. Right? That's right, Selmer. Yeah, Selmer. 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 Did you grow up in church over in that area? I did. Went to church. Well, born and raised in the same church. My parents still go there. Um, it's where I was saved. It's where my roots are. Yeah, what about your uh, your salvation, man? So, I was saved when I was 10, so I thought, went up front, said my prayer, and realized soon after there was there was something wrong. There was something missing. You know, there was a, there was a hole that wasn't filled. And um, after the Lord worked on me for a few years and I fought back, you know, like a lot of us do, um, I finally gave in and... Gave myself, gave my life to the Lord completely. 
That's awesome, man. That's awesome. What about uh, what about after you gave it to them? Was it was it smooth sailing from there on out, or was it kind of back and forth between worldly and godly views, or or how'd it go there? I mean, till you got till you got now. I mean, yeah, I would say not smooth sailing. I mean, every everybody has their high school days. Everybody has their has their college days. I strayed from the Lord just as a sinner, as we all are, you know, we all want to fight against what we shouldn't. And, uh, I did, I did some of that in college. Finally, finally wised up and Martin, good. Martin status. Yeah. UT Martin's where I went to school. Good school. Yeah. I went there for two years and then had to come home. <laughs> 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 I did finish up at Memphis though. So I tell everybody I, I come home cause I was working all the time. So Come home to work <laughs> and go to school, but but that's awesome, man. What about uh, what about Trey? You've known Trey for a while. Yeah, me and Trey met what probably six years ago, five years ago, something like that. Friends of friends, and yeah. I didn't know y'all knew each other that long. Mm-hmm. I thought y'all just met in the gym, and then <clears throat> no, like I said, friends of friends, and you know, passing in passing, um, had a lot of stuff in common. And, uh, like, you know, again, I guess became more acquainted at the gym. And uh, I, I would hammer him pretty good and lay it on him thicker than a, a jar of, of peanut butter. So uh, it took him a while, and we finally got him to come in. And uh, <laughs> Is that one of your dad one of your dad jokes? No. Uh, I don't know. Big Tim probably, he probably would say something he said, like that. Uh, he said thicker than a bowl of frozen oatmeal. Is that what you said last night? Yeah, yeah. yeah, thicker than something else. I was like, I, if you called some, my dad and asked him something, or something he, like that. he would have, it would be something along the line. Oh, man. We need to get him on here one time. Yeah, you, so you ended up um, finally coming to church with us over there, and I'm glad to have you. And then um, uh, you approached me, you remember? Said, hey Dustin, um, you gonna do my wedding or what? It's like, it's like, hey yeah. man, I'm straightforward. Yeah, I, you are. <laughs> your your, I guess fiance Whitney at the time was like, oh, you're not supposed to ask him like that. I was like, That's fine. So, yeah, you just got just got married just a couple months ago, man. It was a beautiful wedding. I appreciate it. Thank you for doing it. Uh, yeah, we got married September 9th of 23. It was one of the best decisions I ever made. It only took me long enough to do it yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was like the titanic scene it's been 84 years if you would ask whitney that i promise you she would tell you that <laughs> yeah well it's i mean it took me a while too i stalled and you know trey's in the middle of stalling now Golly. so oh, oh. <laughs> yeah but it's it's not it's not too far away so i'm excited for him one day it all works out in god's timing yeah yeah, yeah maybe exactly five to six yeah. years but like you that. do want to get married before you know you like to get married before he returns you know what i'm saying <laughs> the yeah. same coming of jesus you know you like to is this where you want to be when jesus comes yeah <laughs> yeah oh man what about uh y'all been doing any hunting or anything lately yeah uh i got to hunt in snow last last week without my truck and it and it came back to bite me in the butt luckily it all worked out um killed a deer and and my roommate was with me uh he hunted with me he was going after some coyotes and uh, took the deer to the processor and um, I was unable to uh, gut it before I dropped it off. 
um, due to some um, unfortunate circumstances. So, uh, as in, I didn't have my knife. Is that's what happened? So mm. I don't want. I, I know. I get it. I mean, it's you fine. knew that was coming. Why, yeah, you man, I was trying yeah. to avoid it. Man I was trying to take it. I was trying to avoid it. Um, and so I dropped it off at the uh, I dropped it off at the processor uh, with the intention of maybe paying a little extra and them doing it for me. I got a phone call that said that they do not accept unprocessed deer. So, uh, like I said, I didn't have my truck and I had to go pick it up. And so my plan was to lay down some garbage bags and throw it in the back of Courtney's little Nissan Rogue. Um, so on the way there, and uh, I called Turner to uh, maybe assist me, and he was um, not ready to assist. He did not answer the phone. That's what friends are for. So I continued on my little journey and ended up calling my, my man, Andrew uh, Kelly, and he came in, came through, and uh, – Said, yeah, man, I'm just right up the road. I'd, you know, more, be more than happy to meet you over there. And he he picked picked it up with me, and uh, we took it to his house. And uh, he he's a, he's a great guy. We we got it sitting sitting in the cooler now on some ice. Um, get it, we'll get it off the bone here. Just a couple of days, letting it rest a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, no no duck hunting for me. The the water uh, the ice was too thick and. Um, I think I think some there was some some good good hunting on the river though. Yeah, I wouldn't know nothing about it. I ain't even bought a duck stamp. Yeah, river been about negative ten all season. It seemed like, and then all of a sudden, just here's the water. Here it is. Here's yeah. the ducks, yeah. and here's the cold weather. So everything locked up. And river got right for a few days. If you could hunt last week, you probably killed them. Um, but yeah, I didn't go really any. Um, but I'm gonna go in the morning for a little while. This this rain it rained all week, so we're you know it was in the single digits all the way up to Sunday morning. So Sunday morning was like eight degrees at church, ice still there. We had to put salt out and stuff and get the parking lot scraped. And then now we got uh, six degree weather today. So y'all are in shorts and Crocs and and uh, you know it's, a, it's it's pretty warm. So we uh, Tennessee weather's great, man. That's why everybody stays sick all the time. That's why you. That's why you got a snotty nose over there. Yeah, we have got the s- sniffles. We have sixteen seasons, not yeah. four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the first spring right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Turkey started gobbling already. Yeah, uh, it, it happened during deer season. Um, we get a good, pretty, you know, day when it wasn't like freezing, freezing cold. You know, because the weather would go up and down, and, and turkeys would was blowing it out. You know, like some days when I was when I was deer hunting. Uh, but yeah, that's up on the horizon. That's coming pretty, uh, pretty close, man. Going to crappie fish a little bit probably next couple of weeks after, um, after duck season's over. We got some juvenile obviously to do, and for the next couple of weeks we'll have a season's over Wednesday. D- duck season is, and then we'll have juvenile for two Saturdays. You know, after that, which would be good. And river may depends on if we get any more rain. Like they're saying, we may end up. It may get up to where right now projecting it to get you know 17 18 foot so it may get up even more we don't know but um yeah they ought, they ought to have a good season i'm ex- i'm excited for the kids that's my that's my favorite weekend is is getting in the blind with some kids and uh, seeing them learn and enjoy the hunting um so that'll be i guess weekend not this weekend next weekend uh and then it's going to be um gonna be kind of stale there for a little while we got it like you said kind of fill in with some fishing maybe 
and get ready for uh, getting ready for them spring gobblers. You know, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't call snatching gravy stale. Well, you you know, you're just not like you're, you're not, not chasing. Yeah, not pulling trigger. You're, you're still tr- yeah, pull, pull, yeah, yeah, pulling trigger. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, well, unless you're. That's your live scope, and you're chasing them most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we I, I sent Turner a picture last week. I was like, "It's almost time, son." We was talking. We we were um, we went last year and fished all day. He said, "I didn't know. I didn't remember how long we fished, but we fished. We we uh, fished for majority of the day. I remember and stayed and caught a couple limits. So it was a really good day, man. It was cold, but it was it was good. The fish were biting, so." wouldn't be right and then as soon as the, the turkey starts spawning and go shallow where you can wade and catch them is when the turkeys really start gobbling so it's kind of a i don't know overlap time there kind of kind of pick what you want to do uh but our season starts late here you know as far as turkey season so we'll be um you know last year that first couple weeks we ended up we went to florida osceola hunting uh killed a couple of osceolas and then we went uh come back and then mississippi opened hunt it early and then we still wasn't open so then we were able to go um because they pushed like everything back yeah. and then so then um then we ended up going they said the whole turkey population in tennessee was down but i don't know um, some people are seeing it some people aren't i don't know but we went to, to texas and uh rio hunted in early april which was a a a blast man if you have never done that you need to you need to go for sure. It's one of them, uh, one of them, them that, trips. I've been in multiple times, and it's been a, it's been rowdy at both times we, or, or mo- all the times we went. What'd you say? You better wear your tennis shoes. Yeah, you're gonna walk for sure. Uh, first time I went, man, I went with a buddy of mine years ago. We went down there, and I left a Sunday after church, and I drove. We drove ten hours through Oklahoma. We got there at like two in the morning, and the guy where we were hunting was gonna be there. Um, you know, that we're hunting his land and he's going to show us everything or whatever. He picked us up at like, uh, um, like five something. So we only slept for a couple hours and then we, we went hunting and we, we, we killed our turkeys like boom, 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 like early that morning. And so we ended up leaving, um, like at lunch, no joke the next day. So we went, we drove 10 hours. Went to bed at two, you know, between two or three o'clock or whatever it was when we got there. Got up at five something. Went and killed a pile of turkeys, breast them out, got them ready, put them in a the cooler, and was like, oh, "Let's just roll, man." So we drove all the way back to Tipton County. Um, took you know ten more hours. I remember I went to bed and then got up and uh, I remember going. I ended up killing one in Tennessee the next morning, so it was like running, literally running on fumes. But but last year we went to to Texas and. We ended up, like I think said, we walked 18 miles first day, 18, 19 miles, something like that. I looked at my phone, you know, your health tracker or whatever, and then the next day we, we worked, we, we walked uh, like 15, and uh, mad blisters on my feet for like, like my feet were healing for like uh, weeks afterwards because I mean, that's a lot of walking, oh, man. Yeah. And it's hot, and it's not cold, it's not cool there. Like, like it wasn't cool mornings or nothing like we'll get out here in the spring sometimes. We'll get a... 40 degree morning or something like that you know crisp cool morning no no it wasn't like you that be, you better start your cardio now yeah so yeah we were wearing on clouds and you know boy with me he had on some on some uh some blue and red air maxes i was tripping out 
uh, what he, he called him as he called him as Ted's. He wanted to put these Ted's on, but we ended up killing, we ended up killing, um, I think seven two days. We had a blast, man. It's just you just when you're going like that, you're just going to you know you just hunt. You know that's what you're going for. So you're not trying to you don't really you know grab a couple granola bars or something like that and give you some you know some water throw them in your bag and can roll. So you just walk. We walked and walked and walked and walked and walked and we had a blast, man. But it was a good time. And I, I was telling y'all earlier that uh, we don't have hoot owls out there. So it's funny because um, you, uh, when you locate birds, you know, we, we, we located them obviously with a, a crow call, but um, turkeys gobbled uh, at, at like the cows mooing more than anything. And so when they would moo, you would just hear turkeys gobble. So when we had located one morning, we were joking around video and we told us the told him to hit him with the hit him with that Turner Dairy and we mooed at him and the circus would gobble got on video it was a trip but <laughs> we had a good time man we killed a lot looking forward to that looking forward to going back down there for that trip probably probably I'd say my probably my favorite trip and I'm gonna try to obviously go every year you don't really need to go three or four days and you can you know if you they're they're there so but it's it's goes off dry years got a dry year they're not it's kind of weird you know, they're going to be piled up where, you know, obviously around some water somewhere where it's not where something. But um, they went the year before and didn't do that good. And this year's just a lot more birds. So uh, they had a good hatch, too. Which they that's say, part they of say it. they ain't like turkeys around here. They're, they're not. Yeah, just totally. They not say they just all. keep on walking. Just keep on going. Yeah, yeah we will. We will. We had, we got on a turkey, uh, and Alan was with me, and I done killed, and it was he was up. And we would, we would call or blow we didn't you don't call you wouldn't call at them a lot of times because they wouldn't come to you had to cut them off or whatever because they just traveled so much and so they would gobble to let you know where they were but they weren't coming to you so you would have to try to locate them so we would have to blow a crow call or whatever to see where they were at and then haul tail to try to split them off cut them off to be able to you know jump in front of them on a, on a ridge or whatever and it's just still these like little rolling hills and dude we couldn't we were walking we stopped blow a crow call Turkey gobble. All right, we take off. We go, 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 try to make a loop around them, get to the next hill. We get to the next hill, call, the turkey would be two hills over. And I was like, dude, this is unreal, man. And uh, eventually we got so far in there that I said, look, dude, you <laughs> you just go. Give me all your stuff, <laughs> everything you got, take your gun, and just go. Because you're going to – I'm not shooting. I'm not, I'm not saying I don't want to go with you. But I don't really want to go with you. <laughs> like this is this I'm is getting tired, this is boss. getting ridiculous. We have walked miles in here, you know. Like, give me your stuff. I'll hunt on the way out or whatever. And uh, and that's that's what we ended up doing, man. We he he shed a bunch of stuff. I loaded my bag, you know, my my vest up, and he took off with a gun. He ended up pretty much running in a dead sprint, you know, around making a big loop, and finally caught up to the turkey. He said he. He located turkey, turkey gobbled, and he was like right on top of him. He cut him off like real, like r- right when he was coming up to him. So he ended up killing him real quick. But yeah, they're they're a little weird. They do travel a lot. Um, they don't. Like I said they don't always come to calls. You got to be, and there's no, there's no, uh, it's not a lot of woods, so you're not hunting big timber. You got to kind of cut them off. And but we did get on some that that ended up, uh, you know, responding to calls, and we got to call them up, and you know, stuff. It was, it was a uh, it was a good time, man. So I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to that. Right a, right around the corner for sure. It's my favorite time of year. It's probably my is that your is your go to? What's your number one? 
Man, chasing them turkeys. Man, there's, there's something about them. Yeah. What about hmm. you, Turner? I'd say probably ducks for me. Really? Yep. Ducks and deer right there together, but probably ducks. Be a hard decision for me to make. I don't. I. I really don't know which. If I had to only pick one, I don't know which one I would pick. I'll be honest with you. Out, of, out of what? I mean, out of All just three. Deer, yeah, out of deer, duck, and turkey. I don't know. I would say. I mean, I don't want to sound selfish, but I would say I'm a better duck hunter than any Sorry. other, like any other, you know, ducker, uh, deer, ducker, turkey. But uh, I don't know if I could, you know, if I had to pick one, it'd be a tough. I'd have to really think about it. I like I like turkeys, but I think it's a different aspect you like out of each one. For as sure, far yeah. As yeah. Deer hunting is the solitude and the gratitude, and you're sitting there and you're being thankful yeah. the whole time. Duck, which hunting, you're not. You're thankful about all of them, but then yeah. then you get duck hunting. It's fellowship. fellowship you're hanging right. out. Good and food. then turkey, yeah, good food. Turkey, the turkey is the chase. It's the chase. It's the, chase. It's the goblin. It's the interaction. It's the that's what good. I mean, but that, I like go, that goblin on the limb though. I like to turn my hat backwards. So that's why I like to. Like, I mean, I do like. I mean, it's, it 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 helps my ADD. You know, it's like I can roll, and you know, crappie fishing. If you're depends on what you're doing, if you're constantly moving, doing something. You know, like you, my boy loves to pull crankbaits. That's fun. You know, you you go around single pole fishing. That's fun. But I like to be like to be going. Duck hunt's fun. I mean, I love it all. But I, but uh, if I had to, if I was uh, hey, you get to pick one, I mean, the thrill of a big buck chasing a doe out of a thicket, and you're like, oh my gracious, there he is, or whatever, or you finally see the deer that you've been trying to hunt, that that heart thumping. Yeah, you but know, but but them greenheads falling in the woods though. Forty or fifty of them. I with mean, their feet that's beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh, it's awesome. But but. but does it make you feel like a a, a deer coming out of it? I I do not know. Like I said, I don't. I would really have to think of if I if you if God said you've got one. Pick. Well, I'm gonna say that every single time that a gobbler comes in within forty or fifty yards, strutting and spitting and drumming and hammering, hammering. It, it it is no comparison because you get to have that happen. So many times, you know, like last year, I think I watched like 12 or 13 turkeys, you know, roll. So that was awesome. Like you get, like you get do, 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 do the whole time. Your heart's beating out of your chest. You know, I don't, I love duck hunting. I mean, hey, there's some mallards. Just duck her head. But it's but when you get that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they go, shoo. Yeah, it's pretty. It's beautiful. It's, it's, it's nice. It's but pretty. It's the, but it it's is the pretty. aspect of like us hanging out. You know what I'm saying? Duck hunting together and and being able to be like, you know, hang out, socialize, and talk. And then I will. S it's the whole hunt combined. It's not one. It's just not one, one aspect. Like I, the deer coming out. You're like, there he is. My heart's thumping. Now, now that first group of mallards working for the year. I'm like, oh man, here we go. Yeah. But then after that, you're just like, all right, it's killing time. You I will say that the duck is probably my least favorite to eat. I like it, but you can't compare it to a, a wild turkey or or a backstrap. <laughs> yeah, or, or some good jerky for that matter. Or a crappie. I mean, or a throw crappie, a crappie fillet. I love a crappie. You gonna eat a crappie fillet over a, a duck breast? <sighs> for sure. Yeah, a hundred percent. Would you? Uh, 
Yeah, me too. Oh, Man, really? But but it's but it's different though. It's a different kind of. I mean, it, dep- it depends on how you cook that duck too. Man, yeah. they all have their positives. Yeah, they do. All right. Well, we settled the case. Turkey's best by far. Just <laughs> 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 no, You like what you like. It's all good. It's all fun. It's all it's all awesome when it's when it's time. It's a good time to, for us to go and you know clear minds or whatnot. But let's, let's talk about them Philippians. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Philippians uh, one. We started last week. We said we were going to do one through eleven. Didn't work. And so we did one through two. And so today we're going to do three through eleven. Um, going over uh, just a you know just really just a kind of a prayer and a, just a, a time. He's just really thanks being being thankful. So it's a time of thanksgiving and prayer from from Paul to the church and and. Um, and Philippi, no one y'all read that. Yeah, I got you real quick. Philippians three through or one three through eleven. I thank my God and all my remembrance of you always in every prayer of mine for you all making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And I am sure of this that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of of at the day of Jesus Christ. It is right for me to feel this way about you of all because I hold you in my heart for you are all partakers with me of grace, both in my imprisonment and in, and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. For my God is my witness, how I yearn for you all with the affection of Christ Jesus. And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment. So that you may approve what it what is excellent, and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ, to the glory and praise of God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so, All right, let's so get in. What about a little backstory there, Dustin? You think? Uh, I think they need to hear just a little bit for those who may not heard last week about one and two or where Paul was at. I just got to go back and listen. Yeah, just go back and listen. I mean, quick. I can give a just quick one minute. Yeah, couple minutes. Yeah, a minute. All right. Paul's in Rome. Uh, towards the end of his life, he's in prison. He has um, been arrested and appealed to Caesar because he was a Roman citizen. Um, you know, born a Jew, so he had the right to actually stand trial. His goal was to, to, he was longing always to get to Rome, but wasn't able to get there. When he wrote Romans, he was in Corinth, um, so he wasn't even there yet. The church in Rome was planted um, after Pentecost sometime, uh, not by Paul, but then eventually, finally, on Paul's, Paul had three missionary journeys, you know, or had these missionary journeys, and there was this unplanned one that, that took place. Um, and at the very, you know, end, that was his one that actually took him to Rome because he was arrested. So he got out of prison, and then when he got out and was actually going to, um, uh, to prison uh, to be uh, tried, appealed to Caesar, and so he actually ended up going uh, to, uh, to Rome, and as he was in Rome, he, he wrote this letter. This uh, is about 62, 61, 62 A.D.? Yep. In that time period. Yep, 61, 62 AD. And he is he's been there for a couple years and he is writing back to a church that he planted 
um, on his um, second, yeah, second missionary second journey. Second, yeah. So um, he 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 planned the church. He 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 traveled around, and he ended up being like he, the 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 Holy Spirit uh, wouldn't allow him to you know to to do a lot of ministry in certain areas. So he went traveled a long area and ended up on the bank of the of the river um, across from you know from Philippi, and and he ended up having a dream. And when he woke up, pretty much it was called the Macedonian call. He was pretty much knew that he was supposed to go across the uh, the river there to Philippi. And so he did, went over there, um, met a woman named Lydia, and uh, well, it was on the pretty much the bank meeting with some some other girls, some other ladies, and and they ended up um, uh, sharing the gospel with her, and she come to Christ. From there, they ended up planting a church and. Um, uh, uh, right after that, he got, um, you know, persecution started happening again, just like everywhere else he went and ended up getting thrown in jail. Then you hear the story about the Philippian jailer that earthquake came as he was in the prison praying and, and, uh, singing praises to the Lord and earthquake and came and the chains fell off. Philippian jailer, you know, pretty much answered, he was actually going to kill himself. He's like, Hey, what must I do to be saved? He said, he, you know, shared the gospel with him. He repented. And from there he, um, he went to his home and shared, you know, shared Christ with his family, and he got they got saved. So, um, Lord just really used uh, with Paul in that church. Well, as he left, uh, he was obviously he gets reports from different churches, and if you read any of his letters, you'll hear a lot of it's correcting. You know, like they're not doing things well, and so he'll write back and say he'll you know he'll gives a compliment sandwich where he'll say hey I, he, he'll 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 talk good for a minute and then all of a sudden he'll start correcting and, you know and so he's just grateful um for the philippian church there he's excited about what god's doing in there and he's also he's super thankful because of the money um that they have they have been a great you know supporter of the gospel um for for his ministry you know what he's doing um they they sent a big offering to him uh, while he was there and so he was just uh, really, um, you know, grateful for for who they were, what God has done, and as he left and was no longer there, God was doing a a great work still there without him there, and so he's um, he's just thankful for you know them constantly proclaiming the gospel after he leaves and and what you know what they have continued to do. Their faithfulness to the word, you know, the faithful faithfulness to the gospel, faithfulness to supporting him financially, and uh, he's just excited, you know, for kind of the, what's been going on with them. So that's a little more than you wanted, but it's, um, now you kind of know. So right. la- and, la- last and, week we just did them two verses. Yeah, right? and if and if somebody wanted to go back and and read the backstory about Lydia and and the uh, the the Philippian jailer converted. You can go back to around Acts 16 and uh, start there, and and it'll give you the backstory about about the Philippian church uh, being started by Paul. All right. So when you go through this, um, you know, just kind of observing the text, you observe all the Philippians. We kind of shared that last week. Uh, the main kind of uh, the theme that you see is just joy. Um, and don't forget where he's at. You know, he's in prison. 
and he's joyful as he's writing uh, to you know to them. He's he's happy, excited, thankful for for what God's doing there. So um, you see that all throughout throughout the text. But but really, just kind of um, I mean, y'all have a lot of thoughts about about uh, this. I'm sure if y'all studied it as we you know kind of led up to the day, you you might have different approaches or different things. But just really what you know, as I was studying through this and looking. Uh, you're seeing somebody who is a solid, sold-out believer, loves the Lord, and is a seasoned uh, Christian. You know, somebody who uh, is a is a great believer, and you see a lot of uh, great things that he's, um, that you know, just qual- qualities within a, you know, a person. Um, what we should do, you know, as as a believer, and you also see a lot of things there in that of kind of what they. Um, you know what they, uh, uh, what the church looks like—a faithful, you know, church. So, what what would you say about that? You know, just kind of what are some some marks or some signs of somebody who is, you know, who is a seasoned, you know, just a, a solid. You know, we all know people like that. You know, not just necessarily maybe a title that they have, but when you when you look at somebody that is a believer that you know solid we all know them what are, what are some things that you know some traits that they might have i would say joyful in their faith one thing no matter the situation they're in in their life or wherever they're at they're always joyful in their faith yeah that's what i would have i would have said like a light the same thing though but like you just you look when you look at them um, no matter the the scenario or the case or whatever, they're just a light. You know, they're 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 living living for God and um, putting Him first. And in return, um, they're just like a, a a shining light in yeah. this dark world. Yeah, and they're very usually very humble people, and and don't take much for granted, and always give all the glory to God. And their uh, their fruits, you can see their fruits and and everything that they do and how they're how they go throughout their life <clears throat> yeah so when you when you uh when you look through this this passage you see in three and four you know kind of three things that you see um there just just observe the text for a minute um what do you what do you see there and one I mean, in three and four um just some kind of words. What I did is I just took my pen and and kind of just underlined traits, you know, things that 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 he's doing that would show, you know, that he's who he is as a person. We know Paul's solid, and we know where he's at, and we know the the what he's been through, the persecution that he's went through. And so, what do y'all see there in, in three? Um, what well, do you, he's thankful. Yeah, you know. Thankful and joyful for sure, yeah. And he's and he's always in prayer. Prayerful, yeah. Yep. Thankful, prayerful, joyful. Um, he's thanking. He said, "Thank my God and and all my remembrance of you." And so, when he thinks of them, um, when he's thanking God for them, and um, which and is had, a great. It had been ten years since he, yeah, started that church or been there. Yeah, ten years have passed, and he's still thankful in in their remembrance and for what they do for him. Yep, and then so always in every prayer. So I mean, you need to 
kind of, I mean, you need to look and see how much he's praying for this. I mean, how often does he pray? He's constantly praying for the churches that he's um, that he's been a part of, and those that are that are still proclaiming the gospel well. And you know, we kind of you know talked about this, uh, you know, earlier. We was kind of just chatting, but um, but we need to be that way as as believers. You know, obviously thankful um, for uh, for for other churches that are uh, that we may not even be a part of but are actually teaching the Bible well and also, um, you know, faithful with, with, with the gospel that they're, you know, you, you see people, man, you, you just, you see other churches and you see other people that, that you hear about that, you know, where they go to maybe, maybe going to church and you see, you know, that they're solid, solid, solid. You're like, Hey, you know, talk to them and they, they, um, you know, a Bible teaching church, you know, and they, and uh, they may we may be different on certain things, but when it comes to you know what we believe about salvation and you know Christ alone for salvation, the uh, you know the, the the Trinity and the Virgin Birth things like that, we got to agree on. But there's some differences that we might all have in certain things, what we believe about certain things. But is it is it we we, we would be idiots to think that because of what we believe that we're we're the only people that are right and everybody else is wrong and we're the only ones that got it right to where only the people that 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 come to our church are are hearing it rightly everybody else is not and you know i mean they may not be teaching the, the same way or or whatever but if the gospel's being proclaimed and they're coming to know the people are coming to know the lord there and they are growing there and they're leaving there and going out and sharing it with others there, should we not be thankful for that, that, that ministry, that church, the work of God, you know, in that place? For sure. Yeah, oh, well, yeah I mean, we're, definitely. We're on the same team, and, it, you know, you, you, everybody's got highs and lows, right? No, but no matter what, we should, like you said, we should be joyful. And it helps. It's, it's reassuring and, and uplifting when you are able to um, – you know, run into another believer who, like you said, is solid. Um, it'll it'll kind of like a put you on a little high uh, and and bring you out of that. You know, if you were in a like a, a, a lower, not, not a joyful state. Yeah. Uh, so it's reassuring and it, and it and it definitely puts you in a like I said a you know back on top um, because we are supposed to be a light. Um, so um, it's just good. You know, like I said, when 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 you do. Uh, get to run into those situations, um, and it I, you know it doesn't happen a lot, but um, you know when it when like I said when it does happen, um, it, it can put you um, back on top. Well, it's also also them differences that that you talk about how you know we they teach the gospel, we teach the gospel, uh, both Bible teaching churches, but but they have their differences. Well, that allows them to reach also a different group of people than like say we could reach at our church yeah you know and and because some people may go to our church and not be like man this ain't for me yeah but they can go down the road and be like man this is it yeah. kind of like you were saying earlier mm -hmm. with where you was at you felt like this this ain't it for me and then you come over there with us and we're like a glue trap and yeah you love it you're stuck yeah. but yeah. like i said i've had friends that 
that I, you know, had part of them coming to, you know, was 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 watched them come to know the Lord, you know, and and ended up, I ended up doing, you know, being where I'm at now and talk to them. Hey, where where y'all gonna go to church? Well, we're gonna try a couple places out, and we're gonna y'all are on our list, and we're gonna definitely come see y'all. And I never see them. Like, hey, just checking. Oh well, we 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 found a place. We we went and we just kind of like never left. And I'm like, well, that's awesome because I love that church and I love their pastor. And, you know, he's been beneficial to me in my ministry. And like, I can call him at any time and, and I could call him right now probably. And he would, he would be there. I could probably call him and say, I need to meet you. And he'd probably meet me, you know, like he's a, he's solid. So I love the church and what they teach and you know, how they, how they, how they do things. So it's, it's fine. We need all of them. And so he's, but just a, you know, it's just important for us. I know we're kind of even jumping to application there for us, but um, well, you know, a little quick. But that's just something that I think we can all learn there. You know, he's thinking, he's thanking God and all his remembrance when he thinks of them. And so when we when we go to prayer, you know, when we start praying for other people, um, uh, we should be praying for people that are um, that are obviously, you know other churches around here that's partnering and all over, across the world uh, that are they're doing the same exact thing we are you know preaching and, and teaching the bible and trying to you know make disciples trying to grow people up and send them out so they'll make a difference in the you know in the in the world so he's he also again he's, he's joyful we know where he's at he's in prison and he's he's not even talking to them about that you know he's paul can, and timothy can you imagine servants. that though no to be in prison and be joyful. No, that's what's wild. So any any one of us have everyday problems that we go the opposite direction. We go to the un, non-joyful, unjoyful, whatever word you want to say. Worldly views. Yeah. We, we go to that so quick. And Paul is in prison. In prison. And had been yeah. there for two years. Yes. And yeah. he's still, that's something like we need to take ourselves, as you said a while ago, maybe jump into application, but it's something that we need to take ourselves and put that in our lives you know yeah yeah for sure um and and like i said he doesn't he doesn't tell them you know right now there that he's he's miserable and locked up uh because he he knows that what he is doing and what he's teaching and what he's what, what has taken place um you know in the in that church um look in 14 kind of skipping ahead, and most of the brothers have become confident in the Lord by my imprisonment. So, again, and most of the brothers, having become confident in the Lord by my imprisonment, are much bold, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. So he's been in there, and he's been making a difference, you know, while he's in prison. So he doesn't, he understands. He's he's there, and it's a part of the, the, the I guess, the kind of the, what God has for him, and he's sharing, you know, sharing the gospel. Other people now are, are knowing the Lord and confident to, to preach because he, he can't. So he's being able to, to, to teach them, you know, and, and, yeah, and talk to them for them to be able to, to do it. I was listening to a commentary earlier, and, and in that commentary they were talking about how, um, I can't remember who it was by, but they were talking about how the guards were chained to him had to be chained to him in the prison for yeah. like six hour shifts. Yeah. And so for six hours, that guard would sit there and just take it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They would just, they, <laughs> yeah. They would just get the gospel. Well, they said it got to the point to where like the guards were like the next shift would come in. They'd be like, no, man, 
I'm going to stay here. You just go on. I'll, I'll go ahead and cover yours too because they were just getting so soaked in by it. You read that? That's what I read. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I want to listen to that for real because yeah. I don't know where I'd like to. I don't, I don't know. That's that's just, yeah, I'll have to go back and find it. But this, this makes sense um, and will make sense when I explain it. My dad will tell you um, he does prison ministry. I know we've talked about that before. Some of the happiest men he's met are in prison. But it's because they're, I mean, they're locked up. They don't really have any responsibility. You know, they may have made bad decisions, whatever. But they've got Jesus, and that's all they've got. So they are, like I said, he will definitely vouch to say that these are some of the happiest men uh, in the world because, like I said, they've, they've, got, they've got the Lord in their heart. Yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> he, uh, he goes from there. And he and he tells he said he's thankful, right? He's thanking his God. Remember, I'm thanking God in remembrance, every prayer with joy because of why. What's what's making him so happy and joyful about why why is he excited? You know, why is he why is he so passionate about praying for these people? It's because of what? Their their partnership with, with him, their uh their help that he has been with them and their, their, I guess, obedience to God. Yeah, so he's he's thankful, man. He's thankful the fact that that he knows other people, you know, other people that are that are in Christ that you hear that's just tearing it up for the Lord. It 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 brings great joy to you, and especially if you are able to have a part in doing, you know, say that say like there's nothing that brings me more joy than me able to tell somebody. That, that I know that I had a difference in somebody's life and then them turning around and then them doing it to someone else, you know, like them sharing it with somebody else. And then you hear like multiple generations of discipleship in a sense, you know, you're sharing the gospel, they're sharing the gospel with other people. And then other people are coming to know the Lord. You're like, man, this is incredible that God's doing that. You know, like that it, it brings great, great, great joy to, to be able to, uh, you know, to say that, um, that other people are continuously doing this. They're they're excited about the the, the partnership um, that that they you know are are now in with um, with with you know that he's with them because he's know that they get it man they understand it they they're doing what they're supposed to be doing they're sharing the gospel they're going out you know again tearing it up um, it's it's awesome it says from the first day until until now um so it's a we're talking years and years and years yep. and years that they've been doing this yeah the first day as far as like i mean they was doing it from day one and then it has grown grown for for 10 years up to the point where it is now and they have stayed the course and not because you look at other books and he's not as nice in some other books as far as, you know, because they started doing it wrong and straying the wrong path. Correct. They're letting, you know, some books talk, address sexual immorality, some addressing pride, a lot of different things that are going on, lack of love, a lot of different things that's, that's taking place. Some of them are, you know, are all caring about who, who led them to the Lord and all that stuff. And it's like these people are sticking to it. You know, he's thankful. For what they're doing, and so we would say, kind of just to 
Uh, they're 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 unified there. That's one of the kind of another you know the mother marks that you know with their partnership there and um, you know just the togetherness that they were sharing. And then uh, and then he goes into this in six. And I am sure of this uh, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. What y'all got there on that? So I was looking at mine earlier. <clears throat> One of my little notes says that uh, God's work for us began when Christ Jesus died on the cross in our place. His work in us began when we first believed, and now the Holy Spirit lives in us, which enables us to be more Christ-like every day, um, which is, you know, that's what Paul's describing right here, um, is the process to become um, more like Jesus. Yeah, so he 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 thinks that <clears throat> he's thinking about the you know the start they had, their faithfulness, their 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 longevity. They're still pushing. They're still going forward, and what he is doing is saying that he is confident that what God is is doing in them and through them that he will finish the work, the good work that that he has begun. So if you look there. The good work may refer to their salvation. It may mean that their, um, it could mean their, uh, their their financial participation in the, of of continuous the furtherance of his gospel of him going to, to share it, and the day of, of Jesus Christ. It refers to the time, obviously, of the, of his coming again, and when he comes and takes the people, um, you know, home and. Probably also, you know, includes the judgment seat of Christ when um, when service for Him will be reviewed and by each one of us, and then be rewarded by you know for what we have done. Um, so He's just He's certain and He is confident. That's another thing, you know, that, he, that He's confident. He's confident in, in what He's teaching and what they're teaching and what they're doing. He's confident in that church. He's confident they're doing the right thing. He's confident that they'll be you know rewarded for it. He's confident that the Lord's going to continue to do a a great work. In them and and through them, and, and and I'll bring it to completion. He's going to continue to do it, um, and he, he's confident in in that. He's very assuring that God's going to keep sanctifying believers until Jesus is returned. Yeah, we'll continue to, you know, to use them for for um, you know as partners and and what's going on mm -hmm. there. And he says um, that it is. Uh, right for me uh, to, to feel this way about you all because I, I hold you in my heart for you are all partakers with me of grace. And so there um, he is, again, thankful for, for this church in his heart. He, he treasures... Um, them, their their memories, what they're you know what they're doing, um, them being a you know partakers, their you know again their their partnership, uh, them being brothers and sisters in Christ, he's holding it in their you know in their heart, in his, in his heart. Mine says I've got the NLT. Uh, mine says verse seven. So it is right that I should feel as I do about all of you, for you have a special place in my heart. You share with me the special favor of God 
both in my imprisonment and in defending and confirming the truth of the good news. So, um, you know, that, like I was talking earlier, um, telling y'all about uh, running to a, a lady and, and you have a good um, conversation and you end up talking about the Lord and like you said, we're on the same team. Um, everything's everything's good. You know, we should be thankful. Um, you know, we want to you know be a light. Um, like I was saying earlier, so I, you know that right there is is kind of where I was relating to to Paul in that sense because uh, for you have a special place in my heart. You share with me the special favor of God when you're in Christ and you and you love God and you run into another believer who's feels similar and and you're both on the same page. Um, you know you you you've got that that special connection, right? So. Um, that that right there was was again like my um, relating to Paul moment, and also in that in that time in that time period, there's they're remaining faithful with Paul while he's in imprisonment, but in that time period in that culture, if you were in prison, it was considered shameful, and people were not to be be with you, so to speak. And so for the Philippians to stay strong with Paul while he was in prison, I mean, that's his, uh, I mean, they're partakers with her, with him in grace. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, a lot of different areas. They were partners in, in a sense, heart. Paul loved them um, as he loved himself. He held them, you know, very dear to his heart, and they, constantly you know filled his thoughts they were partners also in the, in the sufferings of Paul um, and kind of what that means is they were you know sympathizing with Paul in his imprisonment that they were sending hope to Paul while he was in prison that they had or, or were themselves suffering because of of the gospel just as Paul was and so he's partakers you know they're partakers they're doing they're going through the same stuff he's going through persecution difficulty because they are you know they're standing firm with the gospel and preaching it. Like we don't have to deal with that like he does here, no. and you know, and 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 like I said, we try to put ourselves in the place. You know, just try to not not put ourselves as a character, because you never want to. You know, try to you know eisegete the text. You want to um, you know go through the word and and understand what the what the meaning original meaning of the text is. But really, uh, we don't really we don't deal with what they deal with, you know, here, you know, in the, in the United States. Um, so they were all probably going through difficulty together. Um, so um, the, me and Luke talked about this the other day, you know, it's in our freedom that we have today versus, versus back then or risk of persecution or anything else. We don't really have any excuse. You know, we can all I can share the gospel more, you know, you can't share it too much. And there's always, one person who's, who who may not be the person you're talking to. It may be the person behind them. Right. Like our head's not on the chopping block for right. sharing the gospel. Right. You know, we're not being put in prison for sharing the gospel. Yeah. And and they could have been, you know. So they were partners in, in the gospel. Uh, the Philippians said they, didn't, they never gave up the gospel. They didn't stray from the gospel. They weren't preaching some false gospel. Um, they, had, they had not become silent because of the gospel. They didn't come complacent in sharing the gospel. Um, they, they were actively defending and proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ 
just like he was uh, at, at whatever cost. That's another thing that I like. Verse 7, we talk about Paul's joy. We talk about his thankfulness for everything. But his joy, you can see in verse 7 also that he, he like us, is happy, thankful whenever you run into other believers. You know, that, that you're, you're all on the same team, but it makes us all joyful whenever we're with our other believers. Yeah, your cheerleading squad. Yeah. I know me and you talked about that a while back, Dustin, was like you want to be with your people. You love being with your people. But at the same time, like you've got to you've got to get out there on the front lines, right? Um, so, like I said, it's like having, you know, having your little, you know, fan section there, people rooting you on, cheering for you. Yeah. So you're partakers uh, with me of grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and the confirmation of the gospel. So we kind of already, you know, kind of went through some of that, that, that they're, you know, they're willing to risk it, you know, all for, for that. You got anything there, Luke? Or are you good to move on to eight? Ride or die, baby. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. No, that's a good one. Ride or die. <laughs> yeah. For God yeah. Is, is my witness how I yearn for you all with the affections of Christ Jesus. So, man, the dude loves them, you know. Right. He, he loves what he loves what God is is uh, is, is is doing in that that church, and he loves the people there. Yeah, he's very uh, loves them as as God loves him. I mean, it's not much more powerful statement than than that to know that that someone cares so deeply for you as the man who died on the cross and gave up his life for us. Oh, put that spin on it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Make your head spin. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's, he's just reiterating um, how, he, how he cares for them. Um, you know how Paul does that in his writings, just continues to expound upon things to make sure he nails it home, trying to tell them what he, what he thinks, what he believes. So um, he goes from there, and then he begins to kind of start talking about love in, in 9 and 10. You know, and, and it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more. So um, obviously the next mark you got – We've done. We kind of. We done. We done talked about that. Um, uh, is you know you got thankfulness. You got prayerfulness. You have you know joyfulness. Um, you know we have unity, or you can say you know partnership. You got confidence, um, and then again partakers. Um, you know sharing and, and unity there, uh, and then you continue, and he begins to say that your love may abound. More and more, so we understand the, the the importance of of loving, you know, one another. Uh, it's it's the a mark or um, the sign of a of a believer. Really, is you know you'll know them by their love. You'll you'll know we're supposed to love you know others. So um, love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, your soul. You know, your strength second is this: love your neighbor as your as yourself. So we should never get tired of that. So he's he's praying that their love may abound more and more, that their love will grow and grow and grow and grow. And hey, we need that for sure, because we don't all we're not always loving people. No, it's no. easy. It's easy to be um, like the like the world, unfortunately, 
and you just kind of like you know put your blinders on and, and tuck your head um when you know in reality like you said you know love your neighbor that doesn't mean just your literal neighbor that doesn't mean you wake up and leave out the window to your neighbor it means love everybody even the uh the guy at the gas station who's you know might ask you for for some money you know where you know he's not he's not using it for gas you gotta you gotta kill him with kill him with the kindness on that sometimes uh so um i mean the, the like you said the nine and the ten there it's 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 all about the love it's all about the you know the the, the glory and the praise to god and you can't you can't have discipleship without love you can't if you're not loving up on somebody as far as especially in the beginning if you're not say you say you preach to the crowd and then you just go to wherever and tell everybody have a great day don't don't fellowship don't don't fellowship don't go out there and talk to them everybody's gonna be like i'm just gonna go to the house i guess yeah but you go out there and you talk to them you love on them and you get to know them and and the more you get to love them on them and the more you get to know them the the more impact you have on their life and and the more that they grow within within the community and they grow within the church and they grow in their in their love for jesus and and then all of a sudden you're on a podcast talking about <laughs> Philippians. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, man. I mean, love is crucial uh, as far as a, a a believer, and so he's he's praying that they continue they love more than they're loving, and that that his prayer to God <coughs> for them is that they love the people more than they're loving than they love now, and he's constantly praying for that. And and actually, just to to be honest with you, um, we all deal with that, struggle with that as far as loving people that aren't a lot like us you know they don't look like us they don't act like us they don't um and and we can act like it's not true but you know there's people that we don't we don't have a lot in common with and so we don't spend a lot of time with them as as you know other believers even believers that we know that are believers we don't spend the time with them because they're just um they're not like we are and so we don't look as them as, as they're as important as you know as the next person but they all are you know, and, and we're all, I think, guilty of this. One of my prayers, man, really, um, that I pray almost daily is that the Lord will let me love people through, like, his eyes. You know, let me see people the way you see people because you love people. And, and unconditionally agape love, undeserving love, unconditional love, love that has no bounds, that's who you are. That's who he is, right? So we want to be that. But when we... But but are we? No, we're not. We need help from him, and we need prayer to be more loving and more caring, you know, towards towards the next person that doesn't necessarily act like we act, talk like we talk, enjoy the things that we enjoy. Just take, you know, just 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 think about that, man. How many believers are you tight with and love and care for, and maybe go out to eat with and spend time with, and that that aren't um, that that they don't do the same things you do i mean to be honest there's uh, we'd have to say that we would have to weed out a whole lot and we wouldn't be left with many and so we need to be asking the lord you know just hey give me let me see people the way you see and let me love the way that you love help me do that and that's what they're doing that's what he's doing here he's praying that their love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment right so that's what he wants to 
You know, he wants their love to grow. You see growth there in their, you know, in their in their love. That's the mark of a, a growing um, believer is is of, of growing and discerning love. Y'all got anything else there? Good. Yeah. So a growing a growing love really is 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 needed um, in all of our. Uh, you know, in all of our lives, it's not an, enough um, just to, to to know what is right and wrong. It is not enough just to to do what is right. Sometimes the the choice there is between the good and the excellent, the acceptable and the best. And only a a growing love will stir us to choose the you know the the excellent and the best. When it's talking about you know discerning there, the more we love the Lord, the more we will choose. Um, what what you know what is what is right the more we love each other the more we will choose what is you know best for for each other so our growing love will um will will not uh want to do anything that would you know even come close to causing a person to to stumble we want to we want that to continue to to grow we want to be able to continue to 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 love people and to help people and to to be there for people and to care for people more um, that's what we should all want for for all of our our lives with knowledge and all discernment. So we want to love rightly. You understand what that means when he's saying that there? Like, all right, you, we I'm pr- my prayer is that your love will grow and grow and grow and get more and more and more. And as it does, you have knowledge and understanding and discernment what is right and wrong, and you are, you're loving through that. You understand things better than you than you did, and you can love better. You're, you're seeing things better. You want things. You, you got to think about that. We, we're, we'll push people away. We don't. We don't. We don't lead people rightly. We don't do it. Love people rightly because a lot of times it, that's not taking place in our life. You know, we all know mean people that mean Christians. You know, um, and you don't see love at being evident in their in their like, life. Like that plumbing, plumbing pastor, right? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I got called a. <laughs> a ticked off plumbing preacher. I have, a, I have a have a face that doesn't look joyful all the time. I guess it's the beard. Yeah, maybe. Um, so continues there. So you may approve what is excellent, and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of of God. The fruit comes through Jesus Christ. Yeah, fruit. Yeah, be fruit. Have the fruit. In in John fifteen four, it says, "Abide in me, and I in you." As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you. Oh, I lost my spot. Bear fruit in itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Yeah. Some, yeah. and, and sometimes the fruit isn't like isn't just um you know being the kind to another believer it's and it requires a little integrity a little courage sometimes you gotta you step out to get that fruit right um you gotta you gotta maybe put yourself in a little um, uncomfortable situation and you know don't know you know hey this guy's got a a mean mug i don't know if i want to talk to him but you know, maybe I need to talk to him about Jesus and, and share some love. 
So so it's not always going to be convenient to have the fruit. Right. You're going to get you're going to be uncomfortable. I mean, and you're probably going to be uncomfortable a lot. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Got to get uh, out of that comfort zone. No, no. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm I the mean, world's worst. Do, do you ever get completely comfortable preaching on Sundays? Oh, never. Man, right. I mean, I'm I get nervous every time I you know, I get up there to do anything for sure. Um, you know, it's just But you know the fruit's right. Yeah, well, you, you, I mean, that's what the Lord has for me, so I must, I must do it. You know, I must take the opportunities that He's given me to, um, you know, to, to preach. But no, I'm not. You know, Sometimes it's ripe for the picking, and you don't know it. This is a perfect transition to tell that story that I said I was going to say last time, right? So I was duck hunting um, earlier in the year, and there was a guy. <laughs> There was a guy who who was asking about church and stuff, and you know these guys were kind of messing with me about, oh you you preacher man now ain't you? Yeah, 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 just messing with him. So I used that as a as a as a tool to to jump in and you know what I call spit some game. And what I when I say spit some game, I mean talk about Jesus. So uh, I was talking to these couple guys, and they didn't. Uh, you know, you know when somebody's hearing it and when they're not. Uh, long story short, um, that evening, yeah, that evening, um, I got a text from another guy that was in the blind, and uh, he, he said, hey, man, I just want you to know, I heard what you said in the blind earlier. I appreciate it. You don't know how much of, a, of an impact it had on me. Uh, I wanted to let you know that, uh, you know, I hadn't been to church in a while, but I'm going in the morning. Uh, so, you know, you don't always know, or the you know the, if that, that fruit's not going to be the one hanging right in front of you, right? It's not always you don't ever know, and that's not you know that's not glory to me by any means. That's that's God, um, and it was a, a time and a place. So, um, like I said, just because the you know you have the opportunity, the fruit's right in front of you, that might not be the one that you're picking right there, you know, at that, or God's picking right there at that time. You know, it's 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 you don't ever know. Um, sometimes you don't see the fruit of your labor. That's also, yeah, like, I, yeah, I had no idea this guy was listening. Right. I had no idea. So, you know, just crazy situations like that, that um, if, if, the, if the seeds are getting planted, um, eventually when, when God's ready for them to grow, that's, that's when they'll grow. Um, it's not always our time. Uh, you, you know, the old saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink it. You can tell somebody about Jesus all the time, but only they can confess and 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 ex, uh, receive Christ in their heart, and and um, you know the chain reaction. You know, start start looking for those fruits, right? Um, and it's all for you know, it's all for for God. It's not, um, you know, oh, I, you know, I talked to you know this many people about Jesus today. Um, you do get excited. You, do, you, you get excited when those ha- times happen. Um, but, you know, what it's all about is, is, is being, um, being, being Christ-driven, uh, being a tool for him, um, and, 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 and spreading the love, loving everybody, loving um, all the way around. So uh, that was my story. You know, like I said, it was, uh, it was a, it was a, uplifting moment um you know that to, to get a, a message like that when like 
and like I said, I didn't have any idea that, that, that the dude was even listening to what I was saying. Yeah, that's good, man. Um, all this stuff that he's talking about is stemming off of love. You know, he's saying that your love may abound more and more, and then with knowledge and discernment. So now you know, you, you, as, you, as you love more and more, as you continue to love and, and grow, you'll have more knowledge, and you'll be able to discern. That means just knowing the difference between what's right and what's almost right. You know, like you know, have to know what's right, what's the difference between that is, so that you may approve what is excellent, and then you're able to be pure. You're able to be blameless for the day of Christ. So you're you're constantly because of that you're being changed and and, and conformed. Um, again, um, it's something that's all stemming from uh, love. So that's kind of what we need to uh, to understand there. Um, it's pretty, you know, transparent. Kind of what he's what he's saying, stemming from from all of that. Uh, talking about the day of Christ that's that's coming. That will, you know, obviously we understand that um, it's the when when Christ will return. Uh, then in eleven, there is the final petition uh, of the of the apostles prayer is that the Christian is, is going to be filled with the fruits of righteousness. That is the fruit that, that is with the, the fruits with ri- what righteousness produces. And so, um, understand, you know, how that kind of takes place in, you know, in our life. Um, all, uh, all Christian virtues kind of that make up a, a Christian life. Does that make sense? So the source of that is who? God. Yeah, it says you there um, through Jesus Christ. So that's where it is. It is coming from the the fruits, and you don't see that in you know in Scripture much. You can talk about the 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 fruit of uh, we we know the fruit the fruit of the spirit, which we know the you know love, joy, peace, patience, kind of all, all of them, you know. And then you have this is talking about being filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and the praise of God. Do y'all have anything for that? Because it's not something that we see a lot there in, in throughout Scripture where it says that, that you are now you're going to be filled with the fruit of righteousness. So you get what I'm saying? What is that, what is that saying there? Not, not what do we think it says, but what is it actually telling us there? You got one? So, I mean, so uh, does it make sense what he's trying to say? Because it's kind of a little bit confusing there. When you, I, my takeaway would be when you're in Christ, you're gonna be more like Christ, or want you know, be be more driven like that, so that you should give more love, more more um, fruitful, more you know whatever um, characteristics attributes of Jesus, um, and and with that becomes you know being being closer to god right is that am i am i close there well <laughs> that means no <laughs> no i mean no, i mean, it, I mean it was, it's confusing it's something that we need to kind of you know look at i mean we're getting a little long we wanted to get done you know there at the um at the end but but when we are I mean, when we get done because we're you know kind of getting to the the end of this but but yeah so if, if we we have to understand that 
we, through what, what the Lord has given us, um, through our relationship with the Lord, uh, what, you know, our saving faith, we have been accounted now as righteous by God, and now we are, um, we have, and again, the mind of Christ, we have the ability to now to do things we weren't able to do before, and so as we are loving each other and our love is growing from there and we continue to to grow in 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 our in, in the sanctification process and continue to understand and continue to see better we have more knowledge we have more discernment discernment there we are, are caring about living lives that honor the lord we are trying to live um to you know seeking first the kingdom you know in his his righteousness and, and trying to live righteous lives that we are that is how we should be, you know, obviously living, living our life. And that's all fruit from love that comes from Christ. Um, and we're filled with the, the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus, Jesus Christ. So what, who he is, um, is, is as a person, it should be lived out through us now because of our relationship with, you know, with him, what he's done in us as he is, you know, tr- as he's transforming us does that make so, sense? Yeah. As, as he's changing our heart, we should be fruits of the spirit. Fruits of the spirit. Yeah, yeah. Then we should be able. To, we should be showing that love more because he is changing and putting the fruit of the spirit in us. Yeah. So the fruits of righteousness is you know with the fruit with the fruits of righteousness what it does it produces um, all the, again the Christian virtues that make up a a righteous life. So um, the source of the virtues is Jesus, and their object is the glory and the praise of God. So uh, the, the petition of Paul um, here um, is, is kind of parallel to uh, Isaiah and Isaiah 61, 3, that they that they may be called trees of righteousness, being filled with the fruits of righteousness. Um, and so um, it's the, the, the planning of the Lord, which are you know, by Jesus Christ, that he may be glorified to the glory and the praise of God. So the word fruit um, there, um, a guy says, is associated closely with our relationship to Christ and his expectation of us. The branches on a vine are intended to bear fruit. And so being connected to him, remaining in him, because of that, you know, now we are, 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 are bearing fruit. John 15, 5. You just read that. You read 4. four. I, think, you, I don't know four. if you jumped into 5 or not. So, yeah, man. Um, just, so all them things, kind of just closing that up so we can, you know, get, get, you know, close this thing up. Thankful. He's prayerful. He's joyful. There's a, there's a sense of unity there. He's confident. There's partnership there. There's growth there, and there's righteousness there. You know, that's the marks of a believer. That's the marks of a good church. You know, you should see that happening in all of that. And a lot of love. Yep, a whole lot of love, growth, growing in love, you know. Um, so I'm, I just I would like to state that I am thankful to be surrounded by guys who do share these characteristics. I appreciate it. all right so just closing man how should we you know how should we apply this to our life um you know really let's look at that let's look at obviously the main point of the scripture that we just went through today um 
is that, you know, these things should be evident in all of our lives. You know, they, they should be things that we're doing. We should be you know, prayerful. We should be joyful. We should be thankful. We should be in partnership with other people that, that love the Lord. Um, we should understand that we're partakers. And when other people are suffering, you know, we, we, we're suffering. If things are, are difficult and, and hard for, um, for, for others, it could, you know, still be hard for us. We, should, we could endure persecution. Uh, we should yearn, right, with, with affection um, for, for others and really care have a, a deep, you know, deep care for those who are, who are really serious about sharing the, the love of God with others. Um, we should constantly be growing more and more in our love for others, wanting to be more and more like Christ. We should be looking more and more like Christ as we're being sanctified. Um, that's, and, and, and all of it is to the glory and the praise of God. That's a long main point, but it that's is. that's. I think I mean, you you got to be built different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I did that. Just think for about you. <laughs> think about this too, though. Think of people who you've known for a long time. Uh, you may have not seen them for a long time, but you've known them. And think of Paul for ten years didn't see the Philippians and was still praying for them daily. Think of people that we know that that we were friends with, acquaintances with, whatever you want to call it, that we've prayed for before, but for we've stopped for whatever reason. Yeah, we might have got tired of praying for them. Got tired of praying for them. Well, Paul prayed for them every day. And still had love for them. And still had love. Yeah. You know, I mean, just think about that for a minute. Yeah. For sure. So, um, I guess kind of wrap up application there too. You know, well, I mean, this is we need to pray for people. You know, we pray for pray for partners in the gospel. You know, be joyful when we're when we're when we shouldn't be. You know, when we're going through difficulty, look for you know the good in situations and what God's doing, and uh, look for opportunities. I think the more love we have for people, the more evident all of those things will be. For yeah. sure. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. No you got anything else there? More application. I think I'm good. What about next week? How far yeah. do you think we'll make it? Uh, we'll be back in Philippians next week, uh, starting on 12. 12, 12. 12, you could probably do an hour easily by itself, right? Philippians 12. I mean, 12. One, 112. Yeah. 112, yeah. I mean, we can get through. Probably 12, 13, 14, 15. Maybe. We'll get however long. Yeah, we get. we'll just yeah. roll with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> roll with the punches. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. We thank you for uh, tuning in, uh, Turner. Do us a great favor, and and tell us the greatest news that has ever been given. Greatest news ever given. God sent His Son down on the cross for our sins. He took our place. He took what what is what was owed to us. Now, God looks at us as righteous. Yeah those who are in Christ and you know if they you so happen you've stuck in here for the hour and 20 minutes and uh, you're not in fellowship with God understand that 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 God desires none to perish but all to repent and so if you uh, will we'll, we'll put your trust and faith in him uh, that the scripture says that you know he will he will um, he will save us you know if we would confess our sins um, he is faithful and just and he'll cleanse us of all unrighteousness and so the, today could be the day of salvation for you and call on his name 
trusting that he is the way, the truth, the life, knowing that, that you will not be able to stand before a holy God accepted except through a relationship with him. And so it's the greatest news, man. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's what got us all here. That's why we're here today. And and uh, we know that, like I said, if, if you're not in Christ, we're, uh, we we hope and pray that, that, that you come to the to the end of yourself knowing that there's no hope uh, in any other way except through the, the perfect work of Jesus. And so th- again, thank you all for, for tuning in. Uh, we are, we'll see you all next week. All right. listening to us give us a like a subscribe and a review everyone have a great day